0: Winston Churchill once said, We make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. In the arms of Satan. Are you interested in getting involved in helping to support your favorite podcast, a.k.a. this one?
1: Why, yes, Katie, I am.
0: Well, there are three, count them, one, two, three, ways for you to support the show.
1: One, two,
0: three. First, rate and review us on any platform you listen to us on. We're on Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, and probably a bunch of other platforms that I don't fucking remember the names of right now. Make sure that when you leave us a five-star rating, you include a written review with your rating. That helps it be seen. Even if you just enter Stay Spooky in the review box, it helps.
1: Dear Katie and Kenny, keep it fucking spooky.
0: And if you're interested in getting some swag so that you can rep your favorite podcast on the go, head on over to TheHauntedHeart.com and smack that merch tab to see all the goodies that we have for you guys there. We have t-shirts, bags, pens, and even a lip scrub, so make sure you check it out.
1: Hashtag swag.
0: If you're interested in taking the relationship to the next level, head on over to Patreon.com TheHauntedHeart. There you can become a monthly subscriber to the show and get access to all kinds of bonus content that we create especially for you with love.
1: For $5 a month, I too became a blood sacrifice to Satan.
0: So thank you guys so much for supporting the show. We truly couldn't do it without you. Thanks for listening. And as always, stay stay spooky. spooky!
1: Hello, Haunted Heart fam!
0: Hey, how the hell are ya?
1: You doing alright? You
0: doing good?
1: I hope so. We
0: hope you doing good, baby. Because we're
1: struggling over here we're, today.
0: Yes, we are. This is the second time we've recorded this intro.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, Patreon, you've got some blooper content <laughs> headed your way <laughs> yes, right you now. Yes, you do,
0: motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> Whoa.
0: So, so now that the lambs have stopped screaming. Literally. Literally. Uh, uh <laughs> Go ahead.
1: I was just gonna let no, them you know go. our sage tried to warn us. It our did. sage burned extra long today. Yeah, it the sage not. that
0: we, we always smudge before we get started on an episode. And today the sage was impossible to put out. Listen, she knew.
1: We need all the help we can get over here. Mm-hmm.
0: She was like, Let me just keep burning over here in this mortar. I'm I'm fine.
1: She would not go out. She uh, kept putting out Quite she like Katie.
0: Kept putting out.
1: <laughs> um, and yeah, it's been an interesting uh, time trying to get this episode recorded. It
0: has. But now we are locked, we are loaded, we are here with you, and we are ready to just fucking dig well before we get started, how was your week, babe? My week we never we never talk about your week.
1: How was my it? week? <sighs> I work retail going into holidays. I've discussed this from now until January, end of January. Just assume that my life fucking sucks. Always.
0: True.
1: 120%. 120%. 120%. Listen, we always try to give you 120% here on this podcast, but sometimes it's 20%. <laughs> True. And listen, th- you are... Like right now, 20%. Like literally right <laughs> now, like 20%. 20%
0: of your brain is functioning right now. 20% of
1: my brain is functioning right now. I've got a venti pike Place in my hand right yes. now. Um, and I am trying. I'm just trying. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> no, do you remember back in the 90s, the shirt that had the little cat on it and it said, hang in there?
0: No, I don't know that shirt. What?
1: There, I don't know that no, shirt. No, 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 no. So back in the '90s, there was a shirt. I'm fairly certain it was either in the '90s, and it was either a shirt or a poster. I can't I'm looking remember. it up. But yeah. there was a cat, and it was oh, like hanging shit. on a tree branch.
0: No, he's on a rope. Is it a rope? Yeah, he's on a he's on yeah. a rope,
1: and and he's, he's just dangling, hanging there, and it says "Hang in there." <laughs> I think it was sold at like Walmart or something. Oh Walmart, God. Kmart, one of the marts.
0: No, I love this shirt. We should get this fucking shirt, man. I am this cat.
1: Motto for the Haunted Heart podcast.
0: Hashtag hang in there.
1: Just put a we little, got another one, y'all. Yeah, just put a little witch's hat on it.
0: Yeah. Photoshop a witch's hat onto the cat's head.
1: A really bad clip art. <laughs> yeah, like witch's the hat. most. It's not even like cut out. They're still like, it's like, it's got They're the still white, white behind the it. background. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You you maybe made it in paint, like yes. it might not even be clip MS art. MS
1: Paint, MS Paint.
0: God bless, God bless MS Paint.
1: But for real, what are we uh, bringing to the kids today? What are we serving them? What's for dinner?
0: So today, we're getting, I'm excited about today's episode. Given, oh really? Why? Given all the mishaps, <laughs> I, I'm, I remain excited. Um, for this episode, because we are getting down to our roots, I feel like we're like getting back to basics. We are digging into werewolves today.
1: Oh! I should probably have just inserted a werewolf clip there, but maybe you know it's what? just you. It's fine. It's I okay. am the midnight werewolf of the haunted heart. Hundred percent. Woof. 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 Werewolf. Woof. 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 <laughs> See guys, I'm just telling you, it's a struggle today, and uh, I just really hope that you're gonna stick it through. <laughs> out. Stick hang it in out. there. Stick hope you're gonna
0: hashtag hang in there, babe.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, just hang in there. No, I absolutely love with werewolves. I identify with werewolves so much uh, that when I was a young thing,
0: <laughs> uh, young thing, yep.
1: I actually had, uh, well, I made my uh, parents, my mother, excuse me, um, <laughs> yeah. single mom, mm. uh, absent father. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting deep. Um, one year for Christmas bought me an entire uh, wolf comforter set.
0: That's amazing.
1: <laughs> and it had the wolves on it. Um, and there was a, there was a rug that mm-hmm. had wolves on it that matched. Okay. Um, It was a phase. I was into it. And how
0: long did you have that comforter set?
1: From I, what ages to what age? Until I realized I was a homosexual. Uh, <laughs> and, and that wasn't acceptable. <laughs> and that wasn't acceptable. Exactly. Hmm. I was initiated, and then they were just like, baby, it's got to go. We're going to take right. this. You know, you needed." Uh, and you need a better duvet.
0: <laughs> I resent that. You should get you should get like a like a duvet that is um, made of like wo- like fur that looks like yeah. wolf's fur now, so that yeah. it would be like two level wolf yeah. comforter.
1: I've always related to wolves, uh, and especially in like a supernatural sense, like in TV and all of that, because uh, I love my red meat. I've got anger issues. (laughs) Uh, And I am most active during the night. And, yeah, so I don't know. Just a lot of my... Yeah, so devours
0: small children and livestock.
1: Exactly. Uh, You know, just your typical Tuesday evening. Yeah. Uh, So, I don't know. I've just always, like, related. Hashtag related to the whole werewolf supernatural uh, element. So... Whereas like you're you relate a lot to like the witchcraft, you're the witch mm-hmm, mother, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. That's what I get. So. True,
0: that's your connection. So it's, that's
1: my connection to the supernatural.
0: Yeah, no, I love it. I love uh, I love werewolves. I enjoy the. Uh, I think my favorite thing about werewolves is like like the reason that I'm into them is kind of like that pack mentality type thing. Like mm-hmm. I, I just yeah. like that. I'm really drawn to that prospect of being like Den Mother to like a pack of roving like men. Is that too much? To say, but no. Katie, like, that's
1: called being a whore.
0: No, no, it's like that whole, like, I don't know, like, I, the one, okay, this is probably the only fucking time that I'm going to do this, and I'm sorry, this is the first film reference that we're making, but the one part of Twilight that I thought was actually cool was the character Emily, who was, and the only reason I remember her fucking name, I remember nobody's name, but I remember her name because I liked that character, and she apparently was dating, like, the main werewolf dude uh like the the pack leader. And so she was kind of like a den mother and she literally just like made a shitload of food all the time and they just ate her food and told her that it was amazing 24 hours a day. And <laughs> I was like I want to do this. I yeah. don't want to do their laundry. Yeah. So I guess nobody's wearing any clothes cuz I'm not dealing with all that, but like I will cook lots of food and have people tell me that it's the greatest thing they've ever fucking eaten and they just devour it all the time.
1: Yeah. I uh I would agree. I like the 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 not necessarily. I don't
0: 100% there's like a family with like the
1: pack mentality. Yeah, but because I think that can some like
0: oh, it I can like be, be bad. Yeah, it
1: can be <laughs> bad. Like pack mentality. Yeah, can be bad. <laughs> right,
0: but there's also a sense but, of like family and like... exactly, and that's like, a, like, brotherhood
1: and yeah. So loyalty goes a long way with me, and so that's another thing that I relate to because like I, you know, I. If you're unloyal, then I'm just not into it. Like the moment you fuck me disloyal? over. Disloyal? Listen. Disloyal. Disloyal. Whatever. <laughs> unloyal. The
0: moment you fuck me over while recording the podcast by correcting me publicly.
1: <sighs> I'm just gonna have another donut. Right on air. I'm gonna eat. <laughs>
0: All the ASMR people are like, God, no. (laughs) Reviews just plummet. No, there actually, did you know that there is actually a clinical diagnosis of uh, werewolfism?
1: I'm going to say no. (laughs) So (laughs) that you you. can give us a definition. (laughs) Thank
0: you. So clinical lycanthropy is a rare psychiatric syndrome that involves a delusion, a so-called delusion. That the affected person can transform into, has transformed into, or is a non-human animal. Its uh, name is associated with the mythical condition of lycanthropy, which was a supernatural affliction in which humans were said to shapeshift physically into werewolves. So this is a very rare disorder, uh, and it's sort of based in... It's one of those really cool, uh, I guess cool things in medicine where medicine and folklore kind of like intersect a little bit. Yeah. Um, so of course medical experts say that it is in fact a delusion and that the person is having a psychiatric issue. Um, folklore would say that it's a supernatural affliction in which the person is actually physically changing into a werewolf. And this is not to be confused with hypertrichosis, which is an actual very real disorder. Um, that involves an abnormal amount of hair growth all over the body. Yes. Causing one to
1: look. Appear. Wolfish. Wolfish.
0: Or just hairy. But I thought that was interesting that there actually is like a clinical name for feeling like you're a fucking werewolf.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, listen, we're going to get into some things today. <laughs> we're going to get into some things. Um, and I believe that there is a basis for that. Clinical diagnosis, uh, and well, obviously because it's probably been peer reviewed and all of that for, for sure. <laughs> I,
0: I think it was, uh, in fact, the result of uh, many hundreds of years of
1: listen. Uh, I'm just saying study given, on the part of medical professionals. Given, but my, we also agree as podcasters. Given my professional experience as a podcaster uh, in speaking with uh, or about true crime. The paranormal, superstitions, that sort of thing—the supernatural side of life—I would have to agree.
0: Great. We'll write. We'll write the World Health Organization and let them know uh, that that we're in agreement, that we
1: concur. I listen, World Health Organization. I, co-host of the Haunted Heart podcast, do agree.
0: <laughs> I concur. So the reason that clinical lycanthropy has been, that that diagnosis has been developed is because throughout the ages, there have been historical cases of lycanthropy throughout um, Europe, uh, even some cases in North America.
1: But how do they treat that? So doctors like, yeah, you've got clinical lycanthropy. (laughs) <laughs> then what <laughs>
0: yeah, but, well in most cases unfortunately they locked you away either in a sanatorium or okay. in a uh, like ch- not a church but like a what's the thing that's like where the monks live
1: a monastery
0: yeah they lock you away in a monastery or a sanatorium or jail or of course tried Killed and true you. they burn you at the fucking stake
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there's not a pill
0: no <laughs> no there, look. Why is it's 2018? We've had all kinds of medical research and we've had advances in technology. Why do we not have a werewolf? Why medication? isn't there a
1: lycanthrozol pill?
0: Why isn't there?
1: <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: Why haven't we been working on this?
1: Lycanthrozol. It'll help you. I guess. We can, <laughs> I guess we. Can. <laughs>
0: That's. <laughs> I love it. (laughs) I guess we can file that away under uh, male birth control as well. (laughs) Moving on. One such case of historical lycanthropy involves a man named Giles Garnier. And I'm not talking about Garnier (laughs) Frutis.
1: I was going to say. This is kind of perfect.
0: Yeah. I mean, it'll have your hair smelling delicious, but it'll fuck it up, girl. Don't use that shit.
1: Garnier Frutis.
0: Mm-hmm. That money you'd be saving when you go to the CVS to buy
1: it—it's got sulfates.
0: It does. <laughs> Don't fuck with sulfates. But no, Giles Garnier was a uh, man who was born. He was. He was a woodsman. He was a man. That he was, was a born. man. He was a man who was born of woman.
1: Oh my God!
0: Uh, any Macbeth fans will get that one. It's probably a buried, buried joke there. Anyway. <laughs> France. People we're are like, what? We're in France, people. We're in France. We're in the village of Dole. D-O-L-E.
1: Like the fruit?
0: Like Bob Dole. <laughs> yes. You're just so funny this episode.
1: There's just so many references. Dole fruit. Garnier
0: fruit. Struggle. So, I know you have me doubting my fucking story now. So we're in France sometime in the late 1560s, early 1570s uh, Giles Garnier is working as a woodsman. Now, not a lot is known about him up until, uh, like our story begins. Not a lot is known about his childhood. At some point he was fucking born. It was during the hundred years war. I think don't fucking quote me on that. Uh, but there was some sort of conflict. And so his birth record wasn't necessarily recorded. Uh, so we are not really quite sure when he was born. Um, But we know that in late 1560s, early 1570s, he's working as a woodsman, and he was used to being outside. He was used to kind of living under, living in the wild, having that sort of logger nobility, which I appreciate. I imagine him in flannel, even though flannel was not invented yet. (laughs) No, no. But he takes a liking to this woman and decides that he's going to marry her. So he takes a bride. Cool. And of course, if you got a bride, I guess you got to get a fucking house, right? So Giles...
1: Got to have somewhere to put your woman.
0: Right. Exactly. So Giles builds a house, moves into it with his wife, and continues to be a woodsman. The only problem is that he had a lot of trouble. Uh, they, they, he, of course, with his wife had kids. I don't know why I said, of course, you don't have to have kids if you have a wife, like
1: you can just not, if you... Well, want I not. mean, back then, but you back had a wife, then, yeah. you had kids.
0: Yeah, back then, birth control options were not so great, so, uh, so much has changed here in 2018, <laughs> hasn't it, ladies? We're so lucky, right? Um. Anyway, Giles and wife have kids, have a couple kids, I think they had like four, uh, and Giles found it increasingly difficult with each new kid to provide food for the family. So he's got this wife, he's got these kids, he is just a simple outdoorsman, and they're bitching that they're hungry all the time and that they need fucking food and clothing and shelter and Dad, shit.
1: I, I, need to, I need food, I need, I'm hungry. And? So, and? Right. fucking all are.
0: Yes. So the pressure is mounting around Giles and uh, he's having a lot of difficulty meeting their needs. And at the same time, right around the same time, the village starts to notice that kids are going missing. They are either disappearing in the night, being taken directly from their bedrooms, or... uh, Women, young women who would walk to and fro different houses, delivering food and caring for the elderly, they would disappear on their journeys. And some of these children were later found dead by the villagers. And when they would be found, there were, they were reported to have been uh, mutilated. Their, their corpses looked like they had been mutilated by some sort of large animal. And there were a couple reports of a large wolf that was witnessed to be prowling around in the forest on the outskirts of town. So, it being the 1500s, the authorities, of course, uh, believe it to be a werewolf, naturally. Yes. And the the Franche-Comté province...
1: Franche, ooh.
0: ...issued a decree to everyone in the region to hunt down and kill the creature. So... Packs of villagers began sort of combing the woods looking for this creature who was stealing and mutilating children. And one evening, a group of villagers came across a boy's body in the woods um, and crouched over it was the creature that they believed to have been hunting who resembled a wolf. However, upon closer inspection, they realized that the animal was... Actually, a man, and that that man was Giles Garnier. Mm. Now, there are various reports on this, and and the story's told different ways and different, uh, depending on where you you find the story. Uh, some people say that the villagers just thought that it looked like a wolf, and then they looked a little bit closer, and they realized that it was Giles. Some sources say that there actually was a wolf crouched over the boy's body, and that right before the villagers' eyes the wolf transformed into Giles.
1: Ah.
0: Regardless, Giles and his wife were soon arrested. And and uh, his wife? Yes, the wife got arrested as well. (laughs) Because what they found is that Giles was hunting for food, a.k.a. stealing these children, and then he and his family were consuming the children's bodies. Oh,
1: cool. Yes. Cannibalism.
0: Yes, cannibalism, for sure. Serial killer, cannibal. Werewolf. Got it. That's what I have for you. So, Giles eventually confesses and says that while he was hunting in the forest one day, a ghostly specter appeared to him. Some sources say that it was the devil. Other sources leave the entity just nameless. It's a ghost. So, this entity, regardless of who it may have been, knew of Giles' troubles in providing food for his family and offered an ointment to Giles that would help him. This ointment would turn him into a wolf so that he could hunt animals easier.
1: Can I just say, can we just pause for a second? It sounds like something that would happen if we were to go back in time and try to help somebody. So like if we had a time machine right now and we went back and we were just like, oh man, this guy's in some trouble. Let's give him, and you being the witch that you are, craft mm-hmm. a fucking ointment. And you're just like, listen, we can turn you into a wolf to help you, you know, Hunt the deer. You can get some cool deer meat. And instead, he just violently attacks children. And we're just like, we're ghosts. But then we just like, it's actually a time machine trick. And we just, all right, well, I guess it's time for us to go now. Just Mm -hmm, fade away. mm -hmm.
0: And that is why I don't fucking get involved as a witch. (laughs) I don't get involved. Uh Uh-uh. So Giles, uh, of course, took the deal and took the ointment from the entity uh, but instead of deers, rabbits, or birds, his prey became humans. Uh, Giles confessed to killing four children. Sources say that he actually murdered more than four. Uh, but he confessed to killing four children and detailed how he cannibalized their bodies and then brought home pieces of flesh for his family to eat. He was found guilty and burned at the stake on January 18, 1573.
1: Mm.
0: and that is the story of giles garnier i will say that in the research that i was doing on true uh true quote unquote werewolf stories there were a lot of cases where people were falsely accused because this was a very religious time this was a very heated um time for the church and so there are a lot of cases where you know they tell you this whole story of like Everything that we just went through. And then they say, but also, maybe they just killed him because the church was kind of into that at the time.
1: Yeah. That's so, true. So,
0: something to be aware of. We can
1: always blame the church for things.
0: Or it was Satan with a magic ointment in the wood. Yeah. Who knows?
1: Yeah. So, thanks for telling my story. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <sighs> Uh, so, (laughs) yes, very interesting story. Yes. I definitely think that if I was a werewolf, uh, I would have not chosen to hunt people, Uh, but that's my decision.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's every werewolf's personal decision. So I
1: just feel like... You know, he, something was going on prior to that.
0: <laughs> he had a personal problem? He had some
1: personal you issues. You don't say? Yeah, no, he had some personal issues going on. But uh in my research for, in, in my, my, for my wolf brethren, I do not uh, condone any of these things at all. But these stories, a lot of them are very similar in In some sense, like, and especially the one that I'm getting into today. So I am going to start my story. Thank you.
0: Thank you for the notification. (laughs) I'm
1: going to start my story. glad you've prepared us. So here we go. So I'm going to take us back in time again. That little time machine that I mentioned, we're going to hop back into it. We're going to crank up some 80s time traveling tunes and transport us to a better time. A time before cell phones, before social media, before equal opportunities. Better? Uh, <laughs> uh Where's I'm, the better part? I'm taking us to sixteenth century Germany. Okay. <laughs> to the quaint little hamlet of Bedburg. Home of the Bedburg bedbugs.
0: Is that a thing? No.
1: No, oh, no, 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 no. But okay. that is a nice little tongue twister, <laughs> Damn, right? It is. The Bedburg Bedbugs.
0: Bedburg. Bedberg yeah, Bed- Bedbergs yeah yeah that's the one
1: so in the late 16th century Bedberg found itself an absolute terror cue terror
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's some peasant woman like ah! cue and, that fucking
0: screaming <laughs> child downstairs that was your cue child
1: <laughs> oh perfect I might clip that in <laughs> And no, I'm not talking about the Black Plague, but also that as well.
0: hmm
1: No, imagine yourself being but a simple farmer, tending to your portion of Mother Earth. You get up one morning, fix an egg, piss a little blood, and you walk out to find your cattle and livestock brutally slaughtered. Well... If this was a single incident, then you might attribute it to a random attack by some predatory creature who just happened to find its meal for the night. But this started happening frequently. All across the village, livestock were being killed in the dead of the night. Day after day, they'd come out and find the bellies of their animals savagely ripped apart with entrails splayed across the ground. But then the villagers started going missing. It started with children disappearing from their homes and farms, and then a few women. Some were found absolutely massacred, but others just vanished and were never found. The community was thrown into an absolute panic, and when several limbs from missing people were found in a field, the villagers knew that they were dealing with some sort of beast. Several men rounded up their dogs and decided that enough was enough, and that this predator was... Uh, It was time for them to take action and kill this thing. So the men hunted the creature for days until at last they were successful and spotted something lurking in the woods. It appeared to be a rather large beast of some kind, and the farmers knew that this had to be what was terrorizing the village, and so they let loose their dogs for the chase. Now, the beast was able to outpace them for a bit, but eventually the dogs had it cornered. And once the hunters caught up and made their way cautiously up to the beast to inspect it they had a horrific realization for it was not a beast that the dogs had chased but a man a man dressed in a crudely fashioned pelt this man was peter stib <laughs> god damn it i knew you were going to do that <laughs> Stub.
0: So the German pronunciation is Peter Stobe. Stub, Stub. Stobe. Well, he Stube? has
1: many different last Wait. names. Stobe. 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 He has many different last names. He does. Depending on who. One of them isn't the
0: one of them like Stump.
1: Stump. Yeah. Stump. Stump. Yep. And while he may not have been must a must be the dry
0: fork iteration.
1: Stump. <laughs> they passed down this fucking the...
0: terrifying story of a werewolf, and they're like, "Yeah, I think his name
1: was something like Peter Stump." Are you from the dry fork stumps? (laughs) (laughs) So while he may not have been a beast, he was no less a monster, most definitely. Uh, Peter was born around 1525, though that is a rough estimate, as most of the church records of the time were destroyed in the Thirty Years' War. He was a wealthy farmer and a well-respected member of the community. He was a widower and had two children, a 15-year-old girl, and a boy of unknown age. But that was just the face that he put on for the world. In reality, he was a serial killer with an an insatiable bloodlust. At the age of 12, Peter claimed that the devil gave him a magic pelt. Now, some Mm. stories say belt But I'm making it pelt because that makes more sense.
0: Yeah, I had read both. I had read that he was like out doing all his shenanigans, wearing the skin of a wolf, which would be pelt. I feel like belt might have been like a transliteration error because people are dumb.
1: Yeah, belt, pelt. I'm going to assume that it was a pelt. So, yes, he claimed that the devil gave him a magic pelt, which, when worn, allowed Peter to turn into the likeness of a great and mighty wolf, and when he took it off, he could return back to his human self. Sounds pretty cool, right? I mean, I'm down. Yeah. So, Peter was charged with the murders of 14 children, or, yeah, 14 children uh two pregnant women and numerous animals and livestock over about the course of 25 years and these are not just run-of-the-mill murders like these were pretty brutal the young girls were found to have been sexually assaulted before he tore them apart oh and i should give a, a trigger warning i guess the crimes are pretty intense um so with the two pregnant women he ripped open their bellies and tore the fetuses from their wombs uh, and ate their hearts, which he later described as dainty morsels. <clears throat> some of the children had been strangled, bludgeoned, throats slashed open, and their bodies disemboweled and consumed. In one instance of a triple murder, Peter saw two men and a woman taking a walk just outside the city walls of Bedburg, and he crouched hidden out of sight behind some brush. He called out to one of the men by name, with the pretense that he needed help with some lumber, and when the young man joined him out of sight of the others, Peter bashed his head in. When the man didn't return, the second young man went looking for him and was likewise killed. Fearing danger, the woman began to flee, but Peter managed to catch her. The men's battered bodies were later found, but the woman never was. And it was thought that Peter, after raping and killing her, might have eaten her completely. Yeah. So, at least one child was lucky enough to have escaped an attack. Several children were playing in a meadow among some cows. Peter ran after them, grabbing one small girl by the neck. Just imagine how terrifying that, that would be. He just snatches you up by right. the neck. Well, no, but you're just like playing in a field. You know, you've, with other yeah, children and Yeah, this fucking crazed,
0: demonic-looking man with, like, a a psycho fucking, eyes. And, and, like, I'm sure he had a pallor.
1: Yeah. And like, like,
0: with uh, this fucking wolf pelt wrapped around him, just emerges from the woods. Yeah. Because you know it's not a cosplay, because it's, like, the fucking 1600s.
1: Yeah, no, it's just this fucking... Uh, crazy vision of terror yeah Yeah. vision of terror and peter himself from the pictures that i saw was not he was a strange looking man anyway yeah just imagine how terrifying that would be (sighs) um so as the other children ran away thanks guys (laughs) as kenny and katie ran away
0: (laughs) thank you great uh
1: peter tried to rip her throat out but his fingers were prevented from doing so by her stiff high collar Thank you, late 16th century women's fashion. (laughs) This gave her time to cry out. The cry alerted um, the cattle, which feared the safety of their calves and began charging. So uh, Peter kind of like released the girl and fled and the girl survived. Now, it's not known if she or any of the other children were able to identify Peter later. Um, Perhaps his most fiendish murder, though, he reserved for a member of his own family. So, Peter was said to have had an incestuous relationship with not only his sister, but his own daughter, Uh. uh, who he had actually impregnated. Mm. Yeah. So, he murdered his, uh, his son, his firstborn, and Peter led the boy into the forest, killed him.
0: What age was he?
1: It it doesn't identify. Hmm. Like I couldn't find any information on what the boy was. Weird. They let him live for a
0: while but then decided he was going to kill him. Yeah, you know?
1: so we know the girl was around 15-ish, like early teens. Um, but they, but there's really no information on how old the boy was, but they Mm. did describe him as his firstborn. So I would say maybe a little bit older than 15. Weird. Um, so a young adult, maybe, I'm not sure. Hmm. Um, but he led him into the forest, killed him and then ate his brains. Mm. Yeah.
0: I just want to say, don't fuck your children, people. No. And don't kill them either. Like, just don't. Neither one of those things.
1: I'm gonna yeah no that that um mm -mm, that's that's a hard no. Yeah,
0: just don't. That's a hard no. Uh
1: yeah so, Peter uh (laughs) was a little cocky. He thought that he was pretty much invincible.
0: Was he cocky or was he just fucking insane?
1: No, I think he was probably a little like because he thought he was the shit. Mm. He thought he was the big bad, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, because he had this magic pelt. And so he was later described uh, after he was caught, people, you know, mentioned that, oh, how he would walk through the town um, sort of in a very weird manner and would often, like, make it uh, a point to salute to the friends and families of those that he had killed, you know, while nobody suspected a thing. So to me, that gives a sense of, like... Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't know. So... When the news broke, he obviously earned the moniker of werewolf by the townspeople, and it was only when he was being tortured that he confessed to all of the killings and his dabbling in black magic to turn into a wolf. And it was because of the fact that he only confessed while being tortured that some people claim the possibility of his innocence. So as you mentioned uh, before... At the time, there's a lot of religious rivalry going on,
0: right. especially
1: between uh, the Protestants and the Catholics.
0: You know, <laughs> as per usual.
1: Yeah. You know, religious war. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Murder in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know. Love it. It, it.
0: The same dude. The same dude, though. Like, Catholics, Jesus, Protestants, also Jesus. Yeah. Why are we murdering, folks?
1: You know, who knows? That's why I don't do religion. <laughs> and it and then is, there's
0: like all of Bedburg. That's just like I mean, could you guys just leave? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> can y'all just go? Because weren't
0: there like two different armies? Like, weren't there? Wasn't there like a yeah. Catholic army and a Protestant army? Yeah. and they had both invaded Bedburg, and they were like, we're yeah. gonna win the citizens over. And yeah, it was
1: kind of like a fight for. The, uh, they would look at it as like a fight for the soul of right, Bedburg. Right. 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 So it is believed by some that since Peter was a Protestant, that he was persuaded into confession as a means to get others back to the true church, a.k.a. the Catholic Church. Okay. And some point to the fact that a lot of high-ranking religious officials attended his trial uh, as proof that this was kind of used as like a persuasive technique. Because back then, after the witches, the witch trials, came the werewolf trials. After they came for my people, they, they came, came for mine. yours. Yes, exactly. So they moved on, you know, witchcraft was like old hat. <laughs>
0: they, they were tired of killing women and they wanted to kill men.
1: Yeah, the men wanted to kill other men. And so, at the time, like, a lot of these werewolf trials and stuff like that were going on. So, it was commonplace. Mm -hmm. So, it wasn't... uh, It was unusual for these high-ranking officials to attend, you know, something like a werewolf trial. Right. Uh, So, a lot of people use that as a reference to the fact that, you know, something... You know, they may have had ulterior motives. Other people argue that because this case was so violent and so brutal and there were so many like he was convicted of killing so many people that that is what caused a high-ranking official to come in because it was such a widespread case and it was very popular um yeah and well known so you kind of have to make the decision on your own like these murders took place um but it's kind of left up to you of whether or not Like this was a push or if it was like he actually like peter was like he did do all of this and then the church just sort of came in and was like oh perfect opportunity right you know what i mean right um which i think is very plausible but regardless he was found guilty on october 28th 1589 and his death was just as horrible as the acts that he allegedly committed so he was strapped to a wheel his body was poked with red-hot spikes while his executioners peeled his flesh away and his bones were broken with the blunt side of an axe ironically not unlike a werewolf transformation
0: yeah that's kind of interesting that they i was thinking that that they kind of did like those are all everybody's seen the classic wolfman movie and that's kind of the way that the transformation right, goes like, like, like bones first break the skin peels the skin. away and there's like the the fur grows most in most cases the it skin peels apart. right yeah. the skin rips apart revealing a full coat that's already there and then your bones break and reform yeah interesting
1: yeah that's what i thought too i was i don't know if that was intentional but mm-hmm. for me it was like oh okay
0: yeah that's kind of interesting. Or if it was just, like, designed to be that's really they fucking did. painful. Or if, well, if that's flaying, just what they did. But flaying, flaying was, was actually very common. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I, but the breaking of the bones with the blunt side of an axe is not something I've come across in, like, other readings from that same time period. So I don't know if that was commonplace. Yeah. But I know I think, flaying was.
1: Um, so I think they did that uh, as a mean, like, a supernatural means to prevent him from coming back. Mm,
0: okay.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: But if he can come back from the dead, like, he can probably heal a fucking broken arm, right?
1: I, you know, it's kind of like when we discussed, well, no, it's kind of like when devil's
0: advocate here.
1: Right. But no, it's kind of like when we discussed vampirism, how, like, they would stick a rock in the jaw of the dead. Yeah. And that somehow, like, magically prevented them from coming back. So, you know, if you break your bones with the blunt side of an axe, you're not coming back. All I have to say is, you better fucking kill me, because...
0: Because <laughs> uh, I'm going to be mad if I'm coming I'm gonna back. I'm going to be mad.
1: Okay. Exactly. Because
0: you did peeled me like a fucking tangerine.
1: For real. Uh, so, uh, on October 31st, uh, Peter's head was finally severed and placed upon a pike, uh, beneath which a werewolf head had been fashioned as a symbol for what would happen to any other potential, quote-unquote, devil worshipers. Mm-hmm. And what happened to his daughter, you might ask? Katie, please ask. What happened to his daughter, <laughs> Kenny? Please tell us. Because her father uh, had raped her and she had engaged in incest, she was also sentenced to death.
0: Great. Good. Yep. Yep. Awesome.
1: And Justice. Exactly. feels good,
0: doesn't it? Yes. Don't you feel so vindicated, um, listeners?
1: That was considered to be just as bad as murder and all of the things that he had done, and it is bad. Uh but, but also not her, but fault. not her fucking fault. I mean the act itself, yes, not her fault. Uh so on October thirty first, she was also burned at the stake as well. For Great. her just act, existing. For just existing. Literally just existing. Literally yeah. just
0: existing and being and being victimized by someone. Great. Yeah. Good.
1: Awesome. So gotta love that. That, that is the story justice yeah. that is the story of peter peter stump i asked story peter stump
0: damn it good i liked that that was a good one
1: yeah it was really crazy because at first when i was researching it i was like is this a real thing did this yeah. really happen yeah because some people um so the story of how they found him is sometimes, I tweaked a little things. I'm just going to, for my story, <laughs> a little made bit. made up. <laughs> uh, no, because some people, that part is often used uh, as the supernatural element of it. Because some people mm-hmm. say that when the hunters like found him, or they actually saw a wolf and saw him transform.
0: Right. Kind of similar to Giles Garnier, where, right. where it kind of goes either way.
1: Yes, yeah. so that was used, the church, I feel like the church used that as like a supernatural element, like no, mm-hmm. he transformed into mm-hmm. a wolf. Um, But, so when I was writing my, my version of this, I just thought it made more sense that he was wearing the pelt, Um, because to me, that, you know what I mean, like that would make the most sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm allowed that creative freedom, because...
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because this is my fucking podcast. Because this is my motherfucking
1: podcast. (laughs) Exactly. And because it happened so long ago and our information from this, from this whole thing comes from, um, you know, from like a pamphlet.
0: Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Written
1: by the church. And you know, they took their own liberties. Yeah. So.
0: I think, I think there definitely, uh, is, it's possible that he was just a fucking horrible, awful person who was a serial killer. Right. Yes. Who the church then put all of the werewolf and occult stuff onto him in order to underline, and I'm talking about the Catholic Church there, uh, in order to kind of sway people to their side away from Protestantism and to say, you know, this is what Protestantism leads to 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 all of this. So yeah. I think I think um he was definitely a son of a bitch, but it's just how the story was used, like how the facts of the case were assembled. To kind of make an argument beyond that of guilt or innocence, rather, you know, for
1: yeah, a religious argument. And it's important to know that when the authorities searched his farm, they did not find a pelt hmm. of any kind. So mm-hmm. who knows? Did he hide it really well? Did the devil come back and mm-hmm. take the pelt back to hell mm-hmm. when Peter died? Or did it just
0: pass to someone else?
1: Or did it pass to someone else? Is someone walking around today with a magic pelt mm-hmm. that causes them to turn into a wolf? Is it me? <laughs> <laughs> I, as I and that's where will leave that story. Trunk in the corner of my <laughs> story, <Right. laughs> in the corner of my apartment, just looking at it.
0: <laughs> Just gone glassy-eyed no i think that was a good story and germany germany has some really good fucking stories and some fucked up shit so we'll definitely have to do like a an episode on like German serial killers. Really, of Germany
1: has some fucked up stories, Katie.
0: I mean, more than like the one that you're probably thinking of. More than just that one. I can think of one
1: rather large one.
0: More, more than just that one. There's some, there's some other stuff around there, particularly from like pre World War One or in the interwar period was also very weird. Um, yeah, but we'll have to go back to Germany for some of that stuff because it's pretty good. So I. Have an exciting surprise for us.
1: A surprise? I like surprises.
0: So astute listeners who have uh, been with us, who have gone all the way back to the beginning of the journey, right, and listened to our vampires episode, might recall a
1: certain game.
0: Game. That we played.
1: Games, 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 games. We love games, 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 games.
0: Is that like our new like like sound clip? Yep. Is that like yep.
1: Instead of games, it's games. <laughs>
0: I feel no that. No werewolf
1: gains here. I just, feel that deeply just in my games. fucking soul. No. Uh,
0: so we played a game of, uh, I forget what we called it. But I it was created steak.
1: this game. It was oh, called yeah. Take or stake, stake or Take.
0: stake or Take. All right. Whatever. Steak take and or Shake.
1: Steak, steak and Shake. Yum. Shake and Bake, bitch. Lunch?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. So we played Steak or Take, uh, and I thought it would be fun to revamp.
1: Ah, revamp. For
0: our werewolf episode, <laughs> episode, and I have called it Witch Wolf.
1: Wilf? Wilf, meaning werewolf I'd like to fuck. Oh, Witch Wolf. Naturally. Okay. Oh, I like it. Look at Katie coming for my gig.
0: All right, all right. <laughs> so I have a couple different brackets, and I'm going to read them to you, and I'll let you choose your uh, victor. Okay. And at the end, we will have a Witch-Wolf winner. And feel free to play along, listeners. Okay. So our first round is Alcide Herveau.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: From True Blood. Yes. Played by the wonderful Joe Manganella. Uh-huh. Versus Lucian from Underworld.
1: Oh, totally Alcide. Alcide? Totally Alcide. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Totally Alcide.
0: Okay. Uh, All right. So next bracket is, and this one's going to hurt you a little bit. So be ready. Fenrir Greyback from Harry Potter Uh versus Remus Lupin.
1: Okay. So here's the thing. I feel like Fenrir was probably super hot. Yeah. Uh, Because he was like... He was almost kind of stuck in between or like he's described as being very wolf-like in right. his human form, yeah, yeah. which I feel like would be really hot.
0: And he in the movie, he looked. I really mean, in the, yeah,
1: I mean, he was in the movie. Yes. Um, kind of like halfway but through he transformation. also kills children. So,
0: you know, like Peter Strobe.
1: So, yeah. Do I go for? No, I'm just going to have to. I my conscience has to go with Remen. Re, Remus.
0: Remus. <laughs> Re- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> can i fuse the two no i love remus actually i love him a lot but did you know that the guy who played the actor who played finner grayback in the um movies actually died
1: like, yes not long yes. ago yeah i did know that yeah I did know he that. he died
0: of like heat stroke when he was hiking in like 2014 yeah
1: i did know that no i might have to I mean, go don't with
0: go remus. hiking you guys
1: Listen, Remus is a little tort. Yeah, no, don't do that.
0: Don't go hiking. Don't do
1: that bullshit. Uh, Remus is a tortured soul.
0: Yeah, Um, I'm into that.
1: He's a little. He's got. He's
0: sinewy too. He looks like a piece of beef jerky that's been out on the shelf for too long, and he's kind of chewy. And like,
1: like he keeps chocolate on him. Absolutely. Feeling feeling sad? Here's some chocolate. Here you go. Remus, hands down. Fenrir. Okay. Maybe I'll catch you before I kill you. For a night.
0: For a night. <laughs> All right. But then
1: I got to put you down because you're killing people and children. It's true. It's true. We, we
0: don't we'll endorse have a that good time. here on the Haunted Heart Podcast. No.
1: We'll have a good time. But then you got to go. But that's the last time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All
0: right. So uh, Scott Howard, a.k.a. Teen Wolf, played by Michael J. Fox, versus Jacob Black from Twilight played by taylor Lutner. uh who by the way has just fucking disappeared (laughs) where you at babe i think he got fat (laughs) did he really (laughs)
1: i think so (gasps) oh my god oh he might be cute now i shouldn't say fat i shouldn't say fat
0: (laughs) average is probably what you mean
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think he got a little soft i don't know i feel like i saw that once huh um i'm not i'm gonna have to go with uh I'm I'm gonna have to go with Jacob.
0: Jacob? Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm not a um Yeah, I'm not the biggest Michael J. Fox fan. Really? Oh, yeah, I love him. I'm just not he's not my vibe, really. So uh yeah, I'm gonna have to swallow my pride a little bit mm. and go with Jacob.
0: I think that's the first one I disagree with you on because I I I love me some teen wool. Let's get it.
1: Eh, I'm going to have to go with Jacob. Okay. At least I know he'll he, he he'll, he'll protect you.
0: I don't think he's protecting shit,
1: man. He'll try to.
0: Yeah, he will. All right.
1: His wolf form is really nice, too. Like, really pretty. He, his
0: wolf form is very pretty. I will give him that. I will give him that. Um, okay, so uh, last of the first round. Wolverine from X-Men. Okay. Played by Hugh Jackman, of course, versus
1: Oz from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, played by Seth Green. Okay, um, so here's a confession. I've never watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so I don't know that character. I can fucking
0: hear the derision <laughs> coming for you. Here, let me I show you the picture. I watched
1: now. the movie. There was a movie, right?
0: Yeah. I think he, I'm not sure that Oz showed up in the in the movie I know that he came back a couple times for like a limited engagement but like he dated a
1: limited him, engagement for real no he dated Willow before um, before she came out I mean I know a little bit but I never really watched it I was definitely because so all he's, it played, about he's sp-
0: played by Seth Green and you know who Seth Green is right this yes
1: dude? oh uh, yeah
0: it's an unusual uh, choice. <sighs> But still good.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have to say Wolverine. Yeah, give me some Wolverine. Yeah, Hugh Jackman.
0: Although he's a sweetheart, but it's not a fair fight. No,
1: Wolverine, <laughs> most definitely Wolverine.
0: All right. Okay, so
1: as all of our listeners have now shunned me for, not for listening sure. Was Buffy on at the same time as Charmed?
0: Uh, I think they overlap.
1: Or they overlap? I, I believe. Yeah, they I mean, overlapped. I was definitely in. I was. End of the Charmed. I never got into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I was Charmed. never a huge Sarah Michelle Gellar fan.
0: Charmed is definitely my preferred series if I'm comparing the two. But why would we do that? Um, but, but Buffy's pretty good, actually.
1: I might have to watch it.
0: Yeah, we'll, we can go back and do like a Buffy rewind. That would be cool. All right, so now we have to narrow down your choices. So Alcide Hervo. No. I know, this is when oh it gets God. fucking hard. Alcide Hervo versus Remus Lupin. Fuck. Choose your victim.
1: <sighs> See, this is hard. I know. This is really hard. I know. Now oh you know how God. I felt on the
0: vampire episode.
1: Um, You know what? This hurts me. Because you're a huge Potterhead. Yeah. This hurts me, but I'm going to have to say goodbye to Rima Slupin. Tragic.
0: This is sadder than the ending of the book.
1: I'm going to release him. I'm just gonna. I'm going to release him so that he can be with his dead wife.
0: Did you just (laughs) fucking say that you're gonna mercy kill him?
1: Yes. Yes, To make yourself feel better. (laughs) (laughs) We don't condone killing unless it's for mercy. No, not at all.
0: How Joss Whedon of you? No,
1: I just feel like. Alcine, man.
0: Yeah, I know. I understand.
1: If there ever was a werewolf god,
0: I feel like
1: it would be him.
0: Down in Jackson, Mississippi, just being hot AF. Uh
1: Uh-huh. All
0: right, so that leaves Jacob Black versus Wolverine.
1: Bye, Jacob. Thank you, next.
0: (laughs) Bye. Thank you, next. And by the way... I'm waiting on your comments that Wolverine is not actually a werewolf, but is actually a genetically enhanced human being.
1: But I don't care. I, I thought it. I don't care. I thought it, um, because.
0: Well, they had that origin story though, before where he was a his mutation.
1: A or is it like I'm supposed to be an actual Wolverine? Because Wolverine's an animal.
0: <laughs> this is my podcast and I'll do what I want. <laughs>
1: I believe he was supposed to be fashioned I think he after was a mutation. Wolverine. That came,
0: you know what? We're moving on. I don't want to talk about it anymore. But you um, have your top 2.
1: You yeah, have your top that's 2. An actual animal. Wolverine is a little animal with yeah.
0: Shut up. Shut up you. <laughs> <laughs> My rapidly unraveling fucking game. <laughs> All right. I'll see her vote. God. Versus Wolverine.
1: Okay. So. I would just be a little bit concerned. Number
0: one, I would pay money to fucking see that fight. Like, absolutely.
1: I feel like if they And were to be fighting, the water girl. Like, in reality, Wolverine would definitely win because he is, you know, he's got the whole metal, super metal mm-hmm. thing going mm-hmm. on. Um... I would just be afraid that that would accidentally come out and, like, kill me while we were doing the deed. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> and Just right at the moment, and then it's just like, and the claws come out and just stab you right in the ribs.
0: I mean, I wouldn't.
1: Yeah, that would. What do you I mean, mean I Katie? Wou- <laughs> Are you into I mean, that? I mean, Are you into that? What? I don't understand.
0: <laughs> I mean, the threat of it is kind of, is kind of hot. Now that I want to be, I I believe that he probably has enough, like, restraint to, like, hold that back.
1: Yeah, okay. Or
0: at least move his fucking hands so that he destroys, like, the bed. I feel like you'd fight a lot about, like, fucking destroying mattresses because them shits is expensive. Yeah. And he'd be ruining a lot of them, I feel like. Adamantium is not good for mattresses.
1: Yeah, all right. So I'm going to have to say Alcide. I'm gonna have to say Alcide, but here's here's my caveat: Alcide got to grow a little chest hair.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's true. It's weird. I think they waxed him for True Blood. It's like so I think weird. he actually does have like chest hair. Like I think that's he's he's. I think he's from. Is he Italian? Partly. I don't know. I'm not uh, sure what his ethnicity is, but like I think he comes from a hairy people, like a like a like not a. Have
1: tr- <laughs> he he's not,
0: like, Scandinavian. Like, I think he comes from a hairy people.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is he
0: Italian, or is he, like, uh, I don't know. His name looks Italian. I mean, obviously, like, he's an American dude, but I'm just wondering.
1: Mangin- like Joe Man- Man- Manginello. That sounds Italian to me.
0: Right, right. I don't know. You guys tell us.
1: Let's see. Hold on.
0: Let us know. I mean, he can grow a beard. So like I feel like he can probably grow.
1: Uh Oh, he was born in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. No, I, know, I mean I know, like I he's not yeah. Yeah, they uh yes, he is of Italian descent. Uh and okay. aus- and his mother is of Armenian, Austrian, and Croatian. Yeah. Ancestry.
0: So they were fucking lying to us on true blood. That motherfucker has a full chest of hair. I think he has a full lot of things of hair. I think hair is a common theme in his life. <laughs> yeah. In a lot of places. I'd like to find out which places specifically. No shade to <laughs> Sophia Vergara.
1: Yeah, I just need I need I need something because the whole slick as a board thing, like I'm That's my caveat. Okay. That's my caveat. But I'm I'm riding off into the sunset with Alcee today. Okay. Yeah, totally
0: yeah I feel like we uh, my chosen victor is also Alcide, but I would have taken like a slightly different way to get there um I probably would have kept Teen Wolf, in yeah. it for a little bit longer yeah, but your final two would be the same they for
1: were me. strong competitors, I mean they Alcide were. and 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 Wolverine.
0: really, like, everyone here today deserves a
1: participation trophy. I'm just saying yeah. Participation trophies for everybody.
0: And speaking of participation. What? If you are interested (laughs) in participating with us... You can get involved. Uh, Make sure that you're following us on all the social medias for all of the news and events and bullshits. Uh, We're on Instagram at the Haunted Heart Podcast. We're on Twitter at the Haunted Heart. If you search on Facebook, the Haunted Heart Podcast, go ahead and like our Facebook page. That would be great. We have one now. And if you're not already a part of our Facebook group, I really just don't know how many ways we can tell you guys that you gotta get on the fucking group. It's cool as shit. We have a bunch of amazing listeners, and it's really cool to interact with everybody on there. And it's so cool to see people interact with each other. Mm-hmm. And we just love it so much. So please join our Facebook group. We want to know you. Yeah, our people are cool as shit. Right. Like, They're much cooler, cooler than, than us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See? 100%. That wasn't even planned. No.
1: <laughs> that wasn't edited. That was raw. That was real. That's here. That was here to tell you that Katie and I realized that we are trash. 100%. And that y'all are way better than us. You guys are the talent. We are the trash. Yes. Exactly.
0: So make sure that you're on that Facebook group. If you're interested in supporting the show, you can check us out at patreon.com slash thehauntedheart. Or you can check out some of our cool-ass merch that we have on our website. If you haven't been to the website, it's thehauntedheart.com. We also have, like, a playlist on there that Kenny and I have picked some of our favorite songs uh, that kind of have a spooky vibe. Um, So check that out, too. It's kind of a a cool site.
1: Yeah, if you're allowed to listen to shit at work, I mean, you can head on over to our website. Right. Hit the playlist and, you know you might find something that you like right i feel like katie and i have a very eclectic taste in that's music true. and you will enjoy it too
0: Yeah, oh, there's something for everybody something for everybody here so i think that's it for this episode hopefully you guys enjoyed werewolf and out with us let us know which wolf you picked
1: mm-hmm. which wolf
0: you've selected
1: yes we would like to know
0: and until next time you know what you gotta do
1: You gotta stay stay spooky. spooky.